Aloha, people of God. It's your brother Mike Dillard coming at you live and direct from Honolulu, Hawaii. Welcome to Fully Submitted with Brother Mike. So, this is a short message. You know, when uh, evangelists, pastors, and prophets say that, it's it's usually a long message. The funny thing is, we don't realize it's a long message. We just don't. So, <laughs> my intention is that this is a short message, right? I literally was writing contracts and it just, just occurred to me and I'm like, you know what, let me stop right now, just record this real quick and I can jump back in and do what I was doing, right? Um, we'll see. <laughs> I always laugh when I hear evangel evangelical say that. So anyway, let's pray. Father, thank you so much for this message, uh, this insight, God, that I believe that you just gave me and I just wanted to come out here and share with the brothers and sisters right quick. God, I pray for the grace to deliver this message. Father, I also pray that you would grant faith, God, for those that are listening, God. You would grant the faith to hear what thus saith the Lord, and that you would you would give us understanding, God. Give us understanding and help us to see how this word is applicable to us, if indeed this word is applicable to us. Um, we all know how your word works, so we can hear one word and 15 different people will hear it 15 different ways as it needs to apply to them uh, through Holy Spirit. So we just ask that you would give, yes, wisdom, understanding, insight, even revelation, God, how it's applying to their lives and how they can move forward in this. Uh, I also ask that you would forgive my sins and the sins of my family and the sins of my brothers and sisters and their families that are listening into this father right now. Um, and with that, we ask all these things in Jesus name. Amen. Okay. Okay. So the scripture for this is Proverbs 1, 7, Proverbs 1, 7. Anyone that knows me know I always, <laughs> I will always say this scripture, right? And it is surely in vain. The net is spread in the sight of any bird. Right. Surely in vain, the net is spread in the sight of any bird. So that's the King James Bible. If you were to look at the Berean study Bible, it says how futile it is to spread the net where any bird can see it. OK, I think that's pretty self-explanatory. And you y'all always hear me talk about this, right? The trap is not laid in plain sight of the bird, right? The devil is not stupid. Right. I mean, yeah, he did go up against the most high God and somehow thought he could defeat him. Um, but that's neither here nor there. But that I guess that maybe falls onto foolish and not stupid. I, I don't know. But anyway, enough of that. <laughs> right. He's not stupid. OK. He knows that Christians, even people that call themselves Christians, but they ain't really living like Christians, you know, if it's something outright evil, they probably even they probably won't touch it because their mind would be like, hey, you're saying you're a Christian. Why are you doing this? Oh, yeah. Right. But how much more so for people that are actually really sold out for the Lord? They really are Christians, mature Christians. Right. Not people that are just saying they're Christians. Like you talk to some people and they'll say, uh, I, I would say back in the day, well, hey, what 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 religion are you? What what religious group are you? Oh, I'm a Christian. Oh, really? Oh, how do you know that? <laughs> well, I was born into it. 
I mean, I was born into a Christian household, so I mean, I'm a Christian. Like, no, it doesn't work that way, you know? So anyway, I, I, I have to say this, okay? I have to say this. So anyway, even, even if you are, so if you are somebody that says they're a Christian, but don't realize you're really not a Christian, or you are a Christian, but you're not as mature as you think you are, or you are a Christian and you are a mature Christian, you know, either way, the devil's not stupid. He's not going to give you an obvious trap like he did with Adam and Eve, right? I mean, if he just came out and told the truth, which is what Eve said, right? God said, we can't eat it. If we eat it, we'll die. If he had told the truth, he'd have been like, yeah, you're right. God did say that. And that's exactly what's going to happen. Right. But not the way you think it is. You're, you're still going to die, but not the way you think you're going to die. Right. The devil is never going to tell you that. Not ever. Not ever. Not ever. He is always, always, always going to cover it up in some fine sounding argument. And what he does is he gets the general populace that aren't Christians he gives them a certain mindset. I talked about this before in the past. They don't think that their mindset came from the devil. They just think that it's, you know, this is what everybody else is saying. But this is the world system, okay? And the, the world belongs to the devil, right? The, we know that. If you're a mature Christian and you're listening, you already know that. If you're a baby Christian, Christian and you're listening, you already know that. If you're not a Christian, so this might be coming as some news to you. What do you mean? Like the world belongs to the devil. That's that's a whole nother lesson. OK, it 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 does. It does. That's who really wants runs this planet. Right. Um, but anyway, so. Yeah, the devil puts this out. To trick people, he puts out certain mindsets or phrases, right, or or, or ideas or ideologies or belief systems that people really, really, really get behind. And they get real mad when you question them, right? So let's say for like homosexuality or, you know, now all of this perversion. I mean, and it's going to get so bad. The Lord had put out several years ago, right, that it's going to be bestiality, right? I mean, that's going to be, that's kind of what all of these weird perverted laws are so it's going to make it easy so now it's making it easier for you know a man to be a woman so so to speak a woman to be the man so to speak and then after that you know it's like well hey then comes the children right well what's wrong with loving a child right i mean it's and it's it's writ it's how it's going to be written up into law it's how it's worded it's the same trap that the devil did in the beginning in the garden he just keeps dressing it up differently, but it is the same. He's playing with the words. He's playing with the narrative. He's he's putting it in such a way that it is acceptable to the human mind, right? A human that's outside of Christ, right? And so with Adam and Eve, you know, they were in God. However, they wanted that fruit, right? So the devil, I mean, it's the same thing all over again. So anyway, he, he is always going to introduce the narrative his narrative which sounds good and appealing to people why because people genuinely for the most part they want to do what they want to do anyway every human does right you come to christ that's why you have to put to put to death your flesh right the scripture says that the the spirit and the flesh are violently opposed to one another they are on total opposite sides okay 
Your flesh never wants to do things of God. It, it never is going to want to do that, right? And, and, and the spirit is never going to want to do the things of the flesh. It's just not, right? It is not. So you always have to override your flesh and make it. Paul said, I, I, I beat my body and make it my slave. I make it do it. I make it do it because the flesh is the flesh is the flesh. It is always going to want whatever it is it wants. And everybody's flesh wants different things. But the flesh is the flesh. Ain't nothing good in the flesh, the Bible said. So anyway, let's check out this, this trap here, right? So this, this particular trap, well, let me go. Let me give you the title first. Got to give you a little catchy title. So this is a play on words, right? This is a play on a very famous movie, which was called The Manchurian Candidate. The Manchurian Candidate, okay? But the title of this is The Woman Chariot Candidate, okay? The Woman Chariot Candidate. You have to say it just like that. Woman Chariot Candidate, okay? For it to kind of make sense. So, for those of you that don't know what the Manchurian Candidate is about, it actually was a book that was published in 1959 by a guy named Richard Condon, Condon right? It's actually, a, um, I don't really know this out of the top of my head. I mean, I've seen the movies before, but I'm reading this right now, so you know it, right? It is a political thriller about the son of a prominent U.S. political family who is brainwashed into being an unwitting assassin for a communist conspiracy. So anytime somebody talks about a Manchurian candidate, that's what they're saying. They're either referencing the book there's been multiple movies that have been made about this or they're referencing the movie or they're literally saying like, hey, somebody basically was brainwashed to be an assassin and they don't even realize they're an assassin. Right. So this is the back. So there's the title. OK. And now here's the backstory. So like I said, I was sitting here working on contracts. Right. And then I just happened to check my LinkedIn. Right. So I'm on my computer writing contracts. I looked over at the phone. Right. I can see a notification. Oh, what's this? Let me check it out. Right. Boom. Oh, LinkedIn. Let's check out LinkedIn. Right. And there was a picture of a woman in. She's a Marine. This is a young, like an Asian woman. Right. You can see she's really pretty. Right. But she's a Marine. It's like, oh, wow. OK. She's a Marine. OK. The picture is of a TikTok. So, you know, you open it up, you can read the caption, what they wrote about it. And she was saying something like how, you know, she was the only female Marine in the platoon or da, 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 da. And I was like, OK, OK, she's a, OK, got it. So she's going to post up stuff. They working out. So I clicked it. Right. It's TikTok. It's a TikTok video embedded into LinkedIn. So, you know, the first the first half of that or, or two thirds of the video, it was that it was her. In military stuff, you know, it's, it's video from her in the military, right? But then the last third of it, it was something different. It's like her in like very revealing clothing, like she's climbing upstairs, you know, with a knife in her mouth. And I mean, these these very daring and risque poses and, you know, and then, you know, you get the, the full body shot of her bodybuilding and winning competitions and this and that. And it was very provocative. I'm not going to front, right? So I saw it. I literally said aloud, I was like, Oh, wow. Like, <laughs> OK. I, oh, wow. I didn't expect that. Right. I didn't expect that. Right. So anyway, I, I got done with the video and I was like, OK, I sat there for a little bit. 
trying to act like, you know, nothing happened. And I said, Lord, I'm not even going to front. Okay. You know, she is very desirous. Like I was very attracted to her. So, you know, please forgive me for coveting that woman's beauty. Right. I'm not, I'm not going to sit here and act like I didn't because I did. Right. I was like, well, I, I didn't expect that. I mean, she was beautiful. I really did not expect that. Right. I thought she was just going to be doing military stuff. And so I went back to work and, and then I just started thinking about, I'm like, you know what? Well, I mean, she's just doing like, I mean, this is what I'm, the thoughts in my head. It's not wrong. I mean, she's just doing what everybody else is doing. I mean, she's making TikTok videos and, you know, she's dressing that way, you know, and then the thought occurred to me, why is she dressing that way? I mean, and it just penetrated me and I just stopped what I was doing. I'm like, yeah, why is she dressing that way? I'm like, Oh, she is dressing that way to incite lust in men, right? Now, you women, a lot of you women might be like, no, 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 you know, it's women's body, they can dress. I, we're not even going into that. Not yet. <laughs> okay, not yet. Hear me out, though, right? Hear me out, though, right? Because there's a way to dress modestly where you can still, you know, hey, women, you got curves. That's how God made you, right? Even the book of Esther talks about how how Esther, you know, she was beautiful in form and appearance. So God made a very specific point. The sister had face and she had body, right? There's no way, you know what I'm saying? There was no way around it. So even God said that. So it's not like, you know, he expects women to walk around in a potato sack. That's not the case, right? But there's a way to dress modestly and God's daughters are called to dress modestly, right? Okay, we can agree on that, right? But then there's a way that the world's the world's women dress, which is anything but modest. So the way you might want to look at this is maybe like in my mind, I always say the worldly women are Philistines because I'm like, I'll just say, Lord, those Philistine women. Right. You think about um, who was it, Lord? Oh, it was Samson. Yeah. You know, Samson's parents wanted him to marry somebody from, you know, the Israelite people. Right. Samson was like, no, I'm not having that. Go get me that Philistine woman. I want the Philistine woman. Right. He was kept going after these Philistine women. And we know what ended up happening to him with Delilah. Right. I mean, it just it wasn't a good thing for him. So God's daughters are called to dress a certain way. OK. Women that are outside of of, of Christ, they dress how they dress. And we see how not all of them, we see how many of them do dress, right? And, and so as I sat there and I began to think, I'm like, yeah, she was dressed like that. Because I'm like, Lord, why was she on the stairs like that with those clothes on? So you could barely, you know, it's TikTok. And I'm like, okay, well, obviously to provoke lust in men. And I thought that that was the end of it. And then it was like, no, that's not it. Right. This is the thought that's coming to me. That's not it. Right. Because there is a clear division. Satan already has the men of the world. So these women aren't dressing up like that to get the men. If you take it from a spiritual view. Right. If you go from a world view. Well, they're just trying to get followers. Right. Oh, they're just building their best bodies and, you know, they feel good about themselves. It's their bodies. They can do that. You know, you know, they're just trying to be attractive to men. That's that is the narrative that Satan has introduced. So that's what everybody else is saying. They're just doing this. They're just doing that. They're just doing this. Right. But that's a lie from the pit of hell. That is the lie he wants you 
to perpetrate, gobble up, right? Like Eve gobbled up what he said, and then she did. Because again, the temptation is not the sin. The, tempt the sin is what comes after the temptation, right? If you were tempted, he doesn't bring something to you that you're not interested in. If you had no interest in my, my point in, in another episode was mayonnaise. You cannot tempt me with something with mayonnaise on it. I don't care what it is. I don't want it. It's mayonnaise. Tuna fish, I know mayonnaise is in there, but since I've eaten tuna fish all my life, even as a little kid, I can't see the mayonnaise. I will still eat tuna fish, right? So I'm not allergic to mayonnaise, but just the thought of it disgusts me. But for that one, that is the only thing, tuna fish. But anything else with mayonnaise, I don't care what it's mixed with. Ah, ah, I don't want it. You can't tempt me with it, right? So anyway, he does these things to tempt people, right? To tempt men, to tempt Christian men. So these women are walking in a particular way. They're dressing in a particular way and you can't really get away from it. This is Satan's ploy, right? Even to the point now where if, if a man tries to turn a certain way, it's like, oh, I see this woman. I see how she's dressed because you're not blind. And then it's like, okay, I'm just going to mind my business. Again, the temptation is not the sin. You see it and you're like, oh, snap. She's fine. Oh, you know what? She got body too. You know what? Okay, let me stop looking at her now, right? Because you 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 looking a little bit too much. Now, sisters, this is for you too, because men do it too, but this this message really was more for the brothers, but I know that it also applies the other way around too, okay? But since I'm a man, I don't really get how men are walking around and tempting women to lust, but uh, but I know that it does exist, okay? I didn't want to leave you out, just saying. So anyway... So now, even if you try and turn away, what's happening now is, you know, it's a popular thing. The guys are wearing T-shirts with women with hardly any clothes on. So it was like, OK, I'm not trying to look at the woman who's dressed like that, walking down the street or she's on TV or on social media. I'm not trying to watch that. Right. But then it's like, oh, you're not going to watch that very well. I'll have people put they'll literally wear it. So, you know, you, you walk down the street. Oh, there it is. Daggone it. Right. And again, you have to be clear on this because the image itself is a weapon. And that's what got me thinking. I'm like, the image is a weapon. Right. Because you look at it and then the thought occurs to you. Oh, I want that. You know, I, I want that woman. I want that. Or however it comes up. It seems like it's your thought, but it's really not your thought that you just got hit with an arrow, right? So these lustful images and whatnot, you have to understand, they are the weapon, right? Those particular women that are dressing like that, you know, in a provocative way and they're doing this and their body is all basically all hanging out. It's like, wait a minute. Don't take the answer that is being given to you by society, right? By a bunch of people that literally, they literally hate God, literally hate God. They don't want nothing to do with Jesus Christ, right? So you can't take their answers because their answers are not biblical. And if you go by their answers, you're going to end up in the same place that those people are going to end up in if you don't, if they don't repent, right? Satan has these women, thus the title, the woman chariot candidate, right? In the Manchuriate candidate, the son did not realize that he had been trained to be an assassin. He was an assassin and he didn't know it. He didn't know it. 
right? So these women, right, they are, they have that particular ideology. They're dressed a certain way. There's nothing wrong with training their bodies. There's nothing wrong with develop. There's nothing wrong with that, right? It is their bodies. They can dress it however they want to. They have free will. But what I'm saying is this is for the, I'm talking to the brothers right now, right? Hey, yes, women have free will to dress however they want to dress. And, you know, the world that we live in is full of ungodly people, a bunch of Philistine women, right? So, you know, you have to be aware of the trap. You have to be aware of that, right? Like, he's not after the, he's not after the worldly men. That woman is not dressed like that. These fashions, these trends or whatever, it is not to get the ungodly man because Satan already has the ungodly man. The trap is for the Christian man. The trap is for the man of God. That is what that trap is about. Satan ain't thinking about the worldly men because he already got them. You understand that? That's not even a threat. He, they're his already. It doesn't matter, right? What are they going to do? Nothing. They can't disrupt nothing in his kingdom because they're slaves in his kingdom and they don't even realize it. You get that? So again, why are they dressed like this? Satan has them dressing like that to get the Christian men. That's why. So that you'll break God's commandments, so that you'll covet this woman, you'll covet her body, you'll covet her beauty, right? And, you know, what if you don't repent, right? What, you know, obviously we sin every day. You sin, you notice you sin. Like, I realize I sin. I'm like, hey, I sin, Lord, right? I'm not going to, you know, front like I'm not sinning. I did just sin, right? Lord, forgive me. I did do that. And then I thought about what, what just happened, right? How did that just happen? And, you know, how can I make sure that does not happen again to me? I'm not playing. I'm not playing, right? So you have to be on guard, on the ready, right? And so you got to be asking these questions of yourself and you got to remember the enemy's tactics, what he's doing. Right. So there, there's a, a very famous story in the Bible. Also, most of us know about, you know, the story of the talking donkey. Right. You know, there was a prophet. Right. And, you know, there was a talking donkey. Right. The prophet basically uh, his name was uh, Balaam. Right. So Balaam, he was a prophet. He had a prophetic gift. He heard from the Lord. He could hear him, right? But he liked getting money. So there was an enemy king, right, who wanted to hire him. I'm paraphrasing all of this, right? He wanted to hire Balaam, Balaam or Balaam, however you pronounce his name, to curse God's people, right? So the long and the short of it was God basically told him not to go. And then, you know, he, he went anyway, and on the way, his donkey just stopped moving, and the guy got mad and started beating the donkey and yelling at it. And then God made the donkey talk in, in a man's voice, and the donkey basically said, hey, like, you know, I've been your donkey all these years. Like, have I ever done something? Thing? And the man was so upset, he didn't even realize, like, he's, he, he's still arguing with the donkey. And then an angel materialized and was like, hey, you know, I was going to strike you dead. Basically, because you're going somewhere God told you not to go. I, I was sent here to destroy you, right? <laughs> if your donkey had kept going, you would surely be dead. However, you know, God is going to allow you 
to go on your way, right? But you have to say what God said. You can't curse God's people. You can't curse what God has blessed, right? So the long and the short of it was the guy, the guy had paid him to curse them three times and three different times he blessed God's people, right? So at the very end of the story, the guy was like, well, there is a way that you could defeat God's people without me putting a curse on them. See, he's still trying to get that money. And when you know God's ways, you understand God's laws, you know how to get around them. That's why the devil is the way he is, right? He was there when the word was first issued. He knows the word of God better than Christians, right? So he knows how to get around certain things. He knows how to twist it and make it seem like, you know, it means something else. So what he told this enemy king was like, listen, God's people are blessed. Basically, you can't curse what God is blessed. However, you you can get them to sin. If you get them to sin, then they're stepping out of obedience to God. Then you can defeat them. So what he did, he said, what you do is you get a bunch of these foreign women because God's people, God has commanded his people to not intermarry with these foreign women. And it wasn't so much that they were foreign, but it was because of what they practiced, the religious practices that they had, which was witchcraft and, you know, necromancy and voodoo and all, all sorts of it was satanic things. So God said, no, you're not going to marry these people, because if the men marry these women, they're going to give their hearts to the women. And then the next thing you know, they're going to give their hearts to those false gods and they're not going to worship me. And that's what happened. So he told the king, do this, get the most beautiful women the foreign women and go send them down there to the Israelites. And when the men see how fine they are, he didn't say fine, but I'm paraphrasing. When the men see how beautiful they are, they will take these women for their wives and they're going to commit sin. And then you can beat them. And that's what happened, right? That's what happened. So it's the, the devil. He keeps doing the same thing, right? So when you look around the world, don't get it twisted. Like I said, that was just, I literally was working mind of my business. I saw the, Social media, I looked at it. I'm like, okay, it didn't look like it was something provocative. If it was, I would have deleted it and block, block, delete. I don't play that. Why are you showing up on social media like that? Block, delete, never again, right? You never again. So again, the devil's not stupid. He already knows, right? So he tricked me, right? Oh, she's in full military uniform. She's working out doing this and that for most of the video. But then it's like, Ah, now you're in watching the video and wabush, I got you. <laughs> Daggone it. I didn't see that coming. Right. But that was for the Christians. That's what it's for. OK, so again, I said this is not going to be a long message. Where are we at? Twenty seven minutes and a couple seconds. All right. But it is important to put po to point this out. So you are aware of what is going on. Right. It's not that all the women are dressed like this so they can get all the men. No, Satan has the men of the world. Those women are dressed like that to get you, brothers. And however Satan uses men to get women to lust. Again, I'm a man. I don't really understand. I just don't. I'm a man. I don't get that. But I understand that women lust too, right? I'm not going to be like only men lust. No, women lust too, right? But the concept is the same. So whatever way that goes down if you're a woman and you see the guys and there's certain things on social media clickbait i don't know he is doing that to get you 
woman of God. He ain't go. He ain't trying to get the women of the world because he's already got them. That is what it's for. That's what it's for. Okay, so who use wisdom, right? Be aware of Satan's plans. We're not ignorant of his devices. And it's almost like, you know, when you see in the movies and it's so cheesy, everybody's spoofing nowadays, right? It's not even just American. It's, it's all different countries do this because it's so ridiculous, right? You looking, you you just went into a place, you set off a bomb, you know the bomb's gonna blow up, and you walking out of the building while the bomb is exploding. The building is exploding behind you, right? For the most part, you know the people just keep walking. They look cool and they're walking with the building blowing up in the background. Every now and then, you know, the blast will actually affect the people. They're trying to walk cool and it'll throw them over to the side. Okay, we tried it. But that's what happens with these women or the men that Satan is using to get you in this type of a trap. It's like he trains them. He gives them the particular mindset or the ideology. They're locked and loaded. They are a ticking time bomb. Right. They're just going to go out there and do according to the mindset that he gave them. So they're going to dress however provocatively they dress, talk or do whatever it is that they do. So it's like he just tossed the bomb. He just walked away as he's walking in the background. Boom. It's just blowing up, you know, God's camp. Boom, boom, boom. He's just walking off. Right. I got this. Right. That's what's going on. Okay, so please use wisdom. Guard your heart, right? Guard your eyes, right? Don't don't be fooled, okay? All right, that's it. Short message, under thirty minutes, almost twenty nine forty seven. Okay, we gonna we gonna do thirty minutes, but not not too much over. So anyway, hey, remember this. This is super important. That is what he's trying to do. All of this lustful stuff, it is to get Christians. It's to get Christians. Because he's already got everybody else. Okay, that's it. I hope this helps you. And uh, hey, I love you with the love of the Lord. And remember, always submit yourself first unto God. Then resist the devil and he will flee from you. He will flee from you. Until next time, aloha and be blessed.